0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road, brought to you by the Arena Press. Today, our guest is breakaway roper Josie Connor. Hey Josie, how are you doing?
1: I'm great, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. Um, so, I'm glad you're on the show. You know, like we were just talking a little bit ago, that you know our schedules are just so much apart you know it's hard to get together you know we all have our things going on and you're a busy girl um you know breakaway you're leading the WPRA right now as as a rookie and um tell us about you know where are you from first of all how about that
1: I'm from Iowa Louisiana town um, right south of Lake Charles so
0: how like little town I mean you know the little town I live in we have one stoplight you know (laughs) well we still
1: quite but okay but it's not like a major a major town
0: guy gotcha so you know uh, how old are you josie
1: i'm 18 years old
0: 18 so you know i guess you know you got your WPRA card this year and so your roping career you know when did it start for you when did you start getting on and 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 just throwing a rope where'd that come from
1: Um, I actually grew up around horses my whole, my whole life. Um, my, my mom and my mom and dad, um, rodeoed, my mom rodeoed in high school and my dad, um, professional rodeoed a little bit. He was, um, he was a tight end roper. So first I grew up in the arena, but I would say roping competitively, I think probably the first time my dad and I like roped the dummy, like together, I was probably like seven years old and Mm -hmm. he took me to, um, you know, the junior rodeos around there. And then I would right. say it got like when I was about 12, 13, like I really got into it. That started to be almost all I did. And then about 16, 17 is when um, all the the opportunity for the big money started arising. And so I would say that's probably when it, it got the most serious. And so, um, you know, it's crazy that I ended up on this path. Um, my, my dad and my mom never really pushed it on me. I just was always out there and always – was with the horses and it's all I know and it's what I love to do. And so, you know, it's just crazy when you look back, you're like, how did it even end up this way? And now we have all these great opportunities as a breakaway roper And it's just like all the cords are falling, like almost like perfect. And so it's it's just right. crazy. And, you know, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to live this life
0: right and you're right you know, in the last you know three or four years or so you know breakaway roping has really come a long way in you know in the WPRA and also you know you're having the breakaway um finals in Las Vegas you know so the, the money's coming you know the the girls are excited and interested in it and you know it, it it's great to see you know everybody doing well and you know you say you started, you know, really getting a passion for this when I guess you were about 13 or 14 years old, you know, even, you know, when you start something new, you know, sure, you know, your dad's a roper and your mom's a barrel racer and this and that, but, you know, it's not automatic that you're just catching and catching and catching. There's a lot of work to that.
1: So, so much work. You know, a lot of people don't realize all the little things that, that it takes, you know, to be successful at this. And, you know, aside from having a great worth, worth ethic and, you know, putting in all the time to become a good roper. It's so much more than that. It, it's good horses and, um, you know, having a great team behind you. And then once you get to the pros and stuff, it's like trying to figure out how to enter. And so it's yeah. just like so much stuff that it's just more than having to be good with a rope. And so, you know, like I said, I, I just really enjoy what I would do and I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: Right, and so, you know, being young, coming into the game first year, you know, I'm sure you have to have the, the ladies, the girls that you look up to and try to maybe emulate or, or maybe even ask them for advice or pointers or whatever. Do you find yourself in that position?
1: The girls that I rope against, I pretty much, I was really young because before the rodeos, you know, it was the amateur associations and the row. growing up with this group of girls pretty much my whole career they're they're such a great group of girls and they're so talented and I'm they with all the competitors are is why the sport is growing because everyone now that the money opportunity is is here they're upping their game constantly and so it pushes me to up my game as well because you know just being a competitor but I would say probably my biggest inspiration and um, role model for all of this is, is my dad. You know, he's done this for such a long time and he's so (laughs) smart when it, when it comes, when it comes to all of this. And so where I I learned the most is, is probably from him.
0: Right. And so, you know, it's just not a matter of, you know, releasing the calf or the steer and then and then catching there has to be strategy involved also you know when you see a time that you're like boy I could you know if I could just catch here to advance or you know I, I need to put this number up so you know does that determine on how aggressive you are to, you know when you come on out
1: yes sir actually so I roped at the at the women's finals uh two days ago so it was it was Wednesday um the eight the 18th I believe and uh, it was a $60,000 event, and so everyone ran one Wednesday night, and they took the top three back, I and was, I was the last roper, and it was 2-1, 2-2, and 2-3, or 2-flat, two 2-1, and 2-2 were the top three times right now b- before I roped, and um, I, I just barely got the barrier and was 1-9, and, you know, it's funny that you yeah. said that because looking back, it's like, I feel like I took the right start, but I wish I just would have creeped a little bit off the corner. And most mm-hmm. people who don't know the little things don't know what I mean. Like if I just would have paced a little bit slower, if it was, you know, there's our inches for the, for the barrier to break. And so it just, like you said, there's so much strategy to it. It depends on the setup and it depends where you're at and what it is. It is breakaway roping who can throw the this it's who can get their horse's chest on the barrier and get their horse in position the fastest because everyone can catch the calf now so you right. know it, it's just it's just a matter of the little things
0: right yeah so you know when you know this uh breakaway has got to be a full-time deal for you right now you know but so what do you do on your you know in your downtime, I guess, because, you know, if you rodeo, rodeo, rodeo you know, constantly, yeah, it's got to be in your mind, but there has to also be a time to relax and to enjoy yourself. And what do you like to do to enjoy or to just get away and, and get, you know, give yourself a little time to, you know, decompress a little bit?
1: Um, I would just say anything when I'm at home, which is, is, is not a lot because I am on the road a lot. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. A lot of people, you would think their answer would be to, you know, like go do something different, but I, I find a lot of joy in, um, in taking care of the horses. Right. Like, like, even if like, I'm not roping that day, like I'm outside every day with the horses, even if I'm going to my friend's house at whatever time before that, all the horses have a bath or, you know, it's just they're because they're not just animals to me, you know, sure. they're, they're part of my team and they, what they're what makes, my success you know they're a big part of my success and so it's just they're like family and so i like i just like to spend time with them too and, it, and it's really relaxing because sometimes you know they don't talk back to you so you <laughs> can just like have your quiet time and and it's just i don't know it's just a, a cool part of what i do
0: right so you know you mentioned you know being on the road and going you know from event to event are you driving yourself to these events as your dad or mom or family who, who, who are you going on the road with?
1: Uh, my mom and dad pretty much go everywhere with me. Um, I don't drive a whole bunch I mean I can but my dad <laughs> likes to drive and uh, sure so they're they're pretty much pretty much with me everywhere.
0: Awesome so where are you, I know you were just here in uh, Fort Worth you know uh, Monday through Wednesday where, where are you coming up to you know maybe this weekend or next what, what does your schedule look like?
1: Um, the next couple weeks, there is is a lot of the Texas Pro rodeos before, um, you know, it starts over the fourth out there in Reno and Greeley and all that, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So for the next two or three weeks, it's just a bunch of um, Texas Pro rodeos around here, and then Memorial Day is a big, a big weekend in the Western industry. It's when there's a lot of great open opens. So I think I go to four or five ropens in like three days over Memorial Day weekend. So, you know, it's nice to to do, have something every day and be in texas and not have to drive like seven hours in between each place sure because that's what we're gonna have to do this summer some and so uh i i really like it when you get to run one or more calves every day
0: right so being the, uh, the first year in the wpra are there certain um events rodeos that you are looking forward to going to
1: i would say that cheyenne frontier days would be the most highlighted on my list right now, just because, as being a first year member in the in the WPRa, I didn't get into the, the buildings like Houston, San Antonio, Fort Worth because I didn't have the qualifications from last right. year because I didn't mm-hmm. have a card last year. So Cheyenne will be the most money I'll get to rope for as a WPRa a PRCA Breakaway Roper this year. Right. So I would, just, and and it's like one of the most prestigious rodeos I've, ever. So you know that that tops it too.
0: Sure. You know, Cheyenne, Cheyenne is, you know, just so iconic and there's just so much history there. And so, you know, when you do find yourself there, you know, backing into the chute, you know, for a split second, you might think to yourself, wow, I, I, I'm here. You know what I mean? I know
1: it. I know it. There's, <laughs> so. there's, there's so many great rodeos and, you know, it's just it's just been a, a great experience. You know, I got to go to the California rodeos in April and I like the rodeos out there were you know, they were just awesome there, but you couldn't fit another person in the stands during the Perth and, and the setups were different. And so it's just so cool. And I'm so excited to be able to, you know, knock new rodeos off of my list because for the mm-hmm. longest time I've been going to the same, however many rodeos over the summer, you know, just <laughs> right. amateur rodeo. And so it's just like, it's so cool just to be able to do different things and, and see different things because you, you got to be able to enjoy the road life, you know, for you to even like rodeo and I do I enjoy traveling and everything and so I'm really excited for this summer
0: great and and you know the ultimate goal is to wind up in Las Vegas in December um sure that has to be in the back of your mind um well how do you feel about maybe possibly competing in that
1: oh you know it it just would be I mean that's what everyone's doing this far is is a chance at, at the gold buckle and stuff and so I know I'm a, I'm a little bit behind this year, like I said, because I didn't get into the buildings, but mm. I, I am hopeful. Um, I, I hope to be in the top 15 and, you know, um, I don't know. We're just going to see how this year goes and the cords can fall where they may. So sure. hopefully it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, does it take more than one horse for you to rope off of or do you have multiple horses that you take on the road for, you know, backup horses? And, and how long have you had these horses, you know, with you?
1: Um, I currently own three uh, I currently own three breakaway horses. Um, I have the Tonka horse that uh, it has been my number one horse for about the past two years. And then I have a horse that I call Bingo that I've been riding. Um, I had him for about a year and a half, and I've been riding him everywhere that I didn't want to put the runs on Tonka or the, a little bit of the smaller things. but actually uh, this December or, or January, I just bought a new horse. Um, his name is Dutch, and uh, that's who I took to California and stuff. And so it's just been uh, trying to find the balance between having such great horses. It's a, it's a little hard, and, you, you know, you need them because mm-hmm. what if something happens and one goes down? But Absolutely. Great horses because then you don't know who to ride or who to pick. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm going through right now. I'm just trying to find, um, you know staple the one that i'm riding and so i would have to say i mean tonka i've had him the longest and i feel like i've won a lot of money on that horse and he's like kind of like my security blanket like if something's going wrong i just want to run to him and so uh i don't know i just think that's pretty cool and i'm just Mm -hmm. so blessed with the team of horses that i have and i plan to utilize all three of them you know i just have to find find uh you know where exactly i want to ride all three
0: of them where they fit. yeah well yeah. and just based off of those names I, I think bingo is my favorite one already yeah. i'm i'm going with bingo
1: cool, i do have some <laughs> cool horse names
0: i'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh boy so you know and, and this was just a, a, a just a casual conversation with you you know it just you know I don't want to take a lot of time away from you and I know you have things to do and you're busy, but you know, if our fans or or, our listeners want to find out, Hey, how can we follow Josie Connor? How can they find you on social media?
1: Um, I'm, I'm really big on Instagram and Facebook. I I post, I try to post a lot of my runs and stuff and keep it pretty updated. Um, it's, it's Josie Connor rodeo athlete on Facebook and it's, um, Josie underscore Connor on Instagram. And I would love to have y'all check out my page and and hopefully y'all enjoy, uh, following along and I just want to say thank you so much for having me um it's it's been a pleasure talking to you
0: yeah absolutely Josie and you know we just wish you all the luck and success you know throughout the year and and throughout your career actually and you know we really enjoyed you being on our show where rodeo meets the road and you know maybe you know down the road we can catch up with you again just see where you are in the standings and, and how rodeo has been treating you for the year
1: I uh, hope to be talking to you again soon.